Welcome to the Metamarine Podcast, where we talk all things from Warhammer 40k that have power armor. Keep all appendages inside the drop pod until it comes to a complete stop. It's time to rev your chain swords and beseech the Pantheon. Don't be a Tina. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Metamarine Podcast. My name is Max Style. Also the co-hosts are Nick Fuller and Thomas Bird. This podcast is going to be new, and it's going to be interesting. We don't aim to replace any existing podcasts that you listen to. So if you have a favorite 40K hyper-competitive podcast or a, a casual that you listen to, we don't want to replace that. What we want to be is for that Marine player who wants to get better. Whether you're Chaos, Imperial, or somewhere in between, you want to play better, that's what we aim to do here, is interpret the landscape of 40K through the lens of a marine player. If you've got a 3-plus save base, we talk about it. We're happy to do it. So we've played marines for a long time among the three of us. We've played against marines among the three of us for a long time. So we, we kind of have a unique perspective on it. Through good times and bad times, I could definitely say marines are an interesting <laughs> faction. And uh, over time, you'll learn to love them and hate them at the exact same time. So first, let's introduce our hosts. Uh, first is going to be Nick Fuller. So Nick, tell us how you got into 40K. Uh, I got into 40K about 20-some-odd years ago at this point. And I uh, just came over to Buddy's house, and he was painting miniatures. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, well, these are Dark Angels, and those are Necrons. We're going to play a game now. <laughs> so that's how I got started playing Dark Angels a million years ago. Uh, been picked up... Uh, uh, ultramarines at one point and finally settled on white scars as my preferred flavor marine and mm. then i've uh, been playing them ever since so of course uh, you picked the hardest to paint faction ever yes absolutely <laughs> none of my white scars are actually white except for the one guy that i actually try to paint you tried it once and you said yeah it's enough of that yeah no one one guy is good the, the leader of the army the kasara khan is he, he has white armor everybody else can uh can have yellow <laughs> fair enough thomas how about yourself I uh, I got started uh, just out of college. I was reading a comic online, Penny Arcade, and they had some comic, and it mentioned Warhammer and these figures. I had no idea what it was, but the comic was funny enough. It sparked my interest uh, that I went and searched it. I found Neil at the War Store. That was an online store back in the day. And uh, I bought some Ultramarines, and it was like I never looked back. I love Ultramarines. That was my, one of my first armies. Um, and, uh, it took years before I actually got to play a real game against real people that were interested in playing it. So I was kind of in my house by myself collecting painting, uh, before I finally ventured out into the wild and played. And I had a terrible experience the very first time I played the game. It was like the person was very, wanted to win a little stranger at a game store. Didn't really, he let me walk into it. And I was like, I recognized right away that that wasn't okay to play that way. And, uh, even though this is my first time, like. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't a good feeling, but it didn't deter me. It was kind of like some people would just take that as like these guys are jerks and I don't want to play this game. But it's like <laughs> I doubled down on it. I'm like I'm gonna make sure that if I ever play games, I'm gonna make it fun for everyone, including myself. Right? But so I guess I, I've taken that mantra all the way through how I play the game and approach the game today. Is like I want everyone to have a good time, no matter how it's happening on the table. Like that doesn't always work out. Like sometimes for whatever reason, like sometimes you just can't have fun. But uh, um, I try. Sometimes I, like, you're trying I'm to win really hard. I'm trying. I'm the dancing and cheerleading guy, no matter if I'm winning or losing. So I, I, I hope my opponents uh, appreciate the effort. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my name is Max Style, and I 
stumbled upon a game called Hero Quest back in the late 80s and thought that was the coolest thing ever. Went into a comic book shop and then saw Warhammer 40k 3rd Edition and kind of fell in love. I uh, played that for a while and then college happened and I kind of dropped it because I didn't want people to think I was a weirdo during college. So, I, And then after <laughs> college I picked it back up. Uh, so now I just kind of don't care what people think about me. Uh, so Good yeah, sure. I'm a huge nerd. I enjoy it. I love it. Uh, I wake up and I think about it. I go to bed thinking about it. I, I think that's pretty common of everybody here. <laughs> yeah. If you're I driving think in your car, you're going, you know, I could drop that unit of infiltrators and pick up uh, yeah, like 38 scouts. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> it's like 1230 at night. And you're just like, hold on. I got an idea for a list. I got to put this together. <laughs> you can put it together. Like we're talking about Marines so often. We're like, well, you know, like I have a lot of people that like reach out to me for, I'm like ultramarines. I'm known for ultramarines. So they're always contacting me for ultramarine advice or just you know, Marine, you know, topics of the day, or they saw my list somewhere. And so I'm like, hey, we're always talking about it, right? Like, and we're always playing games. So like, why don't we just share that content with everybody else? So um, I think this is very topical for why we started this podcast. It's kind of like, hey, if we're talking about it anyways, and a lot of people want to know this stuff. Um, yeah, we we definitely have a penchant for going down this tangent rabbit hole of before you know it's an hour later and we're going wait a minute wait a minute we're talking about buying six storm ravens <laughs> what how how did we get here what are we doing <laughs> so that's us uh, we're we're friends we've been playing together for a while uh, we play each other in tournaments constantly of course it happens we uh, we didn't get matched up at LVO. And that's that's unfortunate. But Thomas and I have played each other at the last round of almost every tournament before that. And it's hilarious. Games are always hyper technical, and then it comes down to one false mistake, and then the house of cards falls apart. And it's it's fantastic. It's fun. It's fun. Mac and I always we have a sorted long history of, of those kind of tense games, and uh, they're always like I'm someone's rolling around on the floor laughing, usually me. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> there there are many phrases that come out of it, like I just need a twelve inch charge, and then all of a sudden, hey, look at that, you know, it's broken up. <laughs> Yeah, um, he said that, and then he made it, and I'm like, what? This is what like is three happening? years ago. He's still huffy about a charge <laughs> I made in November of, like, pre-COVID days. It was it was a dramatic I mean, moment, okay? I was I literally rolled around on the floor. Everyone's like, what is going on with Thomas again? Like, why? It just started. The round just started. <laughs> it's because some six-blade guard or five-blade guard at the time made a 12-inch charge to kill some scouts. I was like, it was like so, I'm like, I know we're off tangent already. Like, here we go. The, uh. Like the setup was like, I, I moved these guys and I had to be on the objective. I was like, how far is this? I'm like, oh, it's just within 12. I'm like, I guess if you move max and I guess you can have a 12, I really don't want you to charge me. But like, ah, that's not going to happen. I'll go ahead and put them on there. And then he's like, I was like, are you going to do it? He's like, well, what's the worst happen? I fail. Like, you don't really have a lot of guys over here. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. He's like, I'll do it. And he hits the box cars and makes the charge. And I'm like, ow, ow, he just, ow. It was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> I mean, you can technically make a 12-inch charge, so it's always that threat. <laughs> it was like, it, yeah, it was a little less than 12, but I needed a 12 on the dice to get there. Yeah, and the we, and we like, talked out. through the whole thing, right? So we knew it was there, and it was like, oh, it doesn't really matter. He won't make it, but if he makes it, like, eh, it won't be that bad. And then, like, he made it, and I'm like, oh, it's actually really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, now that we're off subject again. Uh, so the general format, uh, when we start the podcast, uh, we're going to do... Uh, a thing that I've done for years uh, in, in business is uh, asking people, what did you learn this week? I find it's a good question to get people thinking, and it's kind of a jerk thing to say to people to make them go, I, I don't want to think, man. It's like 8 a.m. What do you, stop. 
You don't know Matt Kenny well. Soon he's he's the guy that likes to be the jerk. The the the, the you know, is he serious? Is this guy really? <laughs> is he messing with? Dead, it's it's. I think it's because I have a deadpan delivery to people. It's like, <laughs> so did you mean to be a jerk today? <laughs> uh, so today, what did I learn? I learned that doing my taxes was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> so Intuit ta- TurboTax. This is not a plug. They don't sponsor us. Um, yes. They have this like slider of your refund versus how much you owe as you go through it. So you're like, put in your income and it's like, look at that. You're getting a ton back. And then it's like, all right, let's talk about the bad stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God, I'm owing $10,000 million. And then they go through the deductions. Oh, we're back, but kind of not really. So, you know, you're, you go through this emotional swing of I'm happy. I'm not happy. I'm happy. I'm not happy. Just constantly. And, uh, I don't recommend it by the way, if, if you're wondering, I mean, I just never pay my taxes personally. That sounds awful. So this is this is also I need to wrench in why Nick has eight hundred aliases at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 by many names and many people. I, I told him I couldn't relate, right? Like I just pay someone else to do the taxes, so I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know. I, I certainly don't like to get the tax bill. Like sometimes you're like, I got a surprise to get some money back. I I owe money. I'm like, what the what the hell? So I I guess I save the roller coaster part and I just get straight to the end. But I certainly have the roller coaster like during games, right? That's what I'm really known for so like it's it's funny to kind of like equate that into like 40k parlance like if uh somebody hits a 12 inch charge on you well yeah exactly i had a game last night right i played and uh, gonna put it on you random you know wednesday night right so like i'm playing and uh first roll of the dice this is like the attacker defender like almost doesn't matter right like i roll a six like i whoop do do like i wasted that six i need that six later and then then we set up and I asked my opponent, like, do you want to go first or second? Doesn't matter. He's like, oh, I think I, I think I really want to go first. And I'm like, he's like, what about you? I'm like, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't matter. And uh, I roll another six. I'm like, ah, I guess I'm going first, right? So my opponent's kind of sad, but like, he's like, and then like, I really move aggressively to move block him. And he, now he's feeling the pressure. He's like, I really need to go first. Oh. And so I'm like, all right, now I'm going to advance with this squad. Oh, I roll another six. Oh, I'm going to advance with this other squad. Oh, I roll another six. He's now he's getting up. He's kind of getting tilted, right? And so he's like actively, visibly upset. And I'm like, oh, you, we're just having a friendly game on a Wednesday night at my house. Like it's not that big we're a all, deal. Come on, roll our own sixes, right? So the roller coaster is like he's like diving down, right? And I'm like, oh man. And then I use these uh, dice that have little dragons on the symbol. So very famous. Dice, if you play me a lot, the dragon dice. I think I infamous is the word you're looking for. <laughs> infamous. So people are, some people have a PTSD. They see too many dragons, right? And I like really play up the dragons, right? So if I don't roll dragons, I don't really say something. But if a dragon pops up, even for random things, I like to get excited. I cheer. I make a big moment of it. And so like people remember these dragons and the symbol is like the uh, psychology. Listeners, the, he, he made a mistake and I must correct him immediately. He said a dragon. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's my whole strategy. It's my whole strategy. It's a real six. So, so yeah. my opponent was visibly upset, and I know he has the history of these dragons. He hates these dragons, right? So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to take these dragons and I'm going to go get some new dice. So I went and got a, a different set of dice, and these dice are predominantly they roll a lot of twos, right? We call them precision two dice. They roll a lot of twos. They don't really, but that's just what it seems like. So, like I pull these dice out and. uh First two saves I took with those dice, I swear to God, I rolled boxcars on them and my opponent <laughs> lost it. The game was almost over at that point. I had to like bring it back in. I was like, it's okay, right? The roller coaster of it. So I'm like, I guess my thought, uh, when you mentioned that story, I thought of him, uh, my opponent. And I was like, you know, sometimes you can just get tilted by the dice. You're playing the game or whatever scenario. Like, 
you can't let it affect you throughout the whole game, right? You got to like compartmentalize that. You so just put it aside. You're like, hey, if there's a human nice being that needs to talk to that, it's Nick Fuller. <laughs> you had this streak of, I think, during the entire Obama administration, that was the worst <laughs> dice luck I've ever seen in my life. It was commented by multiple people, like Planet Tournaments. People would just be like, "What are wrong with what is what is wrong with your dice, man?" I'm like, dude, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go buy another brick from the concession stand. Here we go. Buy another like, fresh dice. Roll them. Just like, oh, okay. Well, I get. I, I guess I'm rolling bad. I, I'm it's, bad at games of chance. It's just, it's just you, right? Like you got some karma hovering around you that's chasing you down. <laughs> I have a dead dice pile in my my hobby closet that is probably like 200 dice. Because I, I at one point I was like, I'm gonna go buy some more dice. I need I need new dice. These dice are terrible. You cross paths with some luck demon somewhere in Alpharetta that got you. I mean, I have people up at tournaments like buying me drinks. I'm like, man, I've never seen anybody roll dice that badly before in my life. I'm like, it's a skill, I guess. <laughs> Not one yeah. that I want to have, but here we go. The, the worst, though, everyone has like streaks of hot dice, right? And you're like, if you had enough dice where you roll bad, it's hard for you to like feel bad in that moment when you finally roll a good, right? Like your opponent might not appreciate it, but like in that moment, you're like, I know personally, I roll bad dice. So like when I roll good, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this, right? Like I'm fine. It's finally happening. But nothing's worse when you're rolling really good and your opponent is rolling like crap. And it's just like those stars collide and you're like, uh, I can't even feel good for myself because like it's really bad for you. And like I can't feel too bad. Like you're trying to like jumble those like, emotions. I'm trying to win together. the game, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm glad I'm we, rolling good. Are we like, good? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> like let me, let me wipe those tears off. And like I can't. Oh, I just made this 12 inch charge. I'm sorry. I didn't need to, but it's, it's happening. I got a lot of that. Uh, take thirty-seven saves. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got I got a lot of that playing Salamanders in ninth edition because the damage could just go bonkers and you roll against you go uh, take ninety-eight damage and they go what? Well, every six is eight damage and I rolled ten sixes, so that's you know eighty damage right there. And you go what? What? And then you got to go through the whole rigmarole again. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid salamander list if you didn't know what it did that was just always like my favorite line with you is like there's two lines right there's it's two cp and i'm like that got me every time and then it was like why can you do that it's like because salamanders you're like ah, right and then you're like two seconds later like why can't i reroll wounds you're like ah, salamanders you're like ah, damn, that's right you know like and you, how many times do you have to repeat that every game you're like oh, yeah. that was a good rule that was a good rule that was a better rule than I gave it credit for when I initially saw it. When it was, oh, you just can't re-roll wounds against him. I thought, eh, okay, that's okay. Holy moly, that's good. Man, well, I played Votan for a while when they first came out. Obviously, they were super super broken when they first came out. But like the no re-roll wounds was just like money in the bank. Like, guys would live so much longer without re-rolling. I'm, I'm glad we got you on camera saying that, Thomas. Mr. Like, nah, man, it's not that bad. Guys. It's okay. Uh, you guys are nah, overreacting. Nah. Finally, it's got to play 14 minutes a little and bit. 30 seconds. Yeah. Let's, let's mark that one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's, anyway, so speaking of data slates, Oof. a data slate has just happened. Finally, after weeks of everyone being emotional and being upset about it not being here <laughs> we gotta have it we gotta have it. it's finally here we're like still decompressing uh from it because like the shock is real a lot of changes uh we are prepping for some team tournament stuff so lists are due soon and uh it's like wholesale switching of armies you know for, based on some of the changes or some of the updates or you know just in team in general since you can't like play duplicate factions people are vying for which faction is 
better for the moment or better for the person or all this stuff. So in general, like, wow, a lot of discuss, a lot of uh, unpack. I feel like it's been, and is it fair to say that this, this specific data slate is one of the more nuanced ones we've seen from GW? Yeah, I think so. Like there's a lot of stuff actually in the data slate uh, they did a good job in like kind of letting you know what's new. So sometimes it's like hard to like, you're spending half yeah. the time just trying to like, where's the actual. Oh, they got or, that. Well, they've had that for three months. Did now. they add some special word to this one text? That's maybe slight. No, that one that didn't change. So uh, even Josh Roberts, who did a lot of the updates uh, kind of commented to, on that during his uh, metal watch update. So really appreciate that, Josh, if you end up hearing about this somehow, but uh, yeah, a, Still, a lot of updates, a lot of points changes that were relevant, but like balancing stuff, but just from a rules perspective, some nuanced rules. I think we talk about um, some of the reserve stuff, some of the transport stuff, like the characteristic thing. Ooh, man, all the things. So let's assume everyone has at this point listened to a million other (laughs) videos and podcasts (laughs) and understands what what has changed in the data slate. So given that, Thomas... Hmm. Let's start with your list. So you play Gladius Ultramarines. Gladius Ultramarines. Everyone says that Black Templars are the best and certainly not Gladius in forms of detachments. Uh, I, I, it depends, I guess, what your take or uh, your, your goal of it is. But I think from my perspective on all comers list, I think Gladius is the best for that purpose. Um, my list specifically, it went up uh, 115 points. So not too bad. Obviously, you're taking point hits. That's never good. Like Marines aren't dominating the the universe. So you're like, Oh, why, why is my list going up? But if you look at Marines in general, like inceptors, uh, you know, for every person who's ever been abused by inceptors, I'm sorry. I'm like, I have a hundred stories where my inceptors were just <laughs> the worst thing ever crappy, but uh, I understand they're a great unit and every Marine unit has a lot of them. So those guys, they, went they up, create a lot of up. field beds. They can yeah. create a lot of field beds. Well, it's just, there's not really a good way to stop them from doing their thing. Right. There's no counter. There's no like strategic play. I can be like, aha, I've thought this through, you know, three steps, and now you can't do this thing. It's just like, nah, man, we come in within three. I mean, if you're Marines, you just take some infiltrators. It's like, ah, get out of here, Inceptors. Nobody cares. (laughs) But in reality, like, you know, Inceptors went up, Scouts went up, Aggressors went up. Like, those are the staples of uh, a lot of Marine lists. My Glass specifically has a lot of those units. So, Little, little surprised uh, Redeemers didn't get a bump, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, quite honestly, Calgar would get a bump. Uriel, those are kind of like a lot of lists kind of take those because like just an extra CP like just automatically brings Calgar into a lot of lists. He has a lot mm-hmm. of points and you start putting units into him, it starts even even more expensive, but he's a big multiplier. So, um, but they didn't. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Like I could tweak around, uh, work around the other lists. Uh, Calgar does add a lot. I, I'm uh, partial to him. Gilman did go down, so you kind of like, can I squeeze Gilman back in? You're like, but no. The the problems with Gilman ne- weren't necessarily around his points. Um, it's more about the free strat thing. So like, they did not change that. We're hoping uh, that they may tweak that, but no. So I, I haven't I haven't gone on the full board and try to go back to Gilman though. It's tempting. It's tempting. Uh, but so yeah, so my list in general, like I think it's mostly the same. Like it ends up, ends up costing me three inceptors if I just want to make the basic bare bone change. I, I my list, I have two units of three plasma and one six man bolter, so I could just drop one unit of three, or take the bolters down to three. Um, and I'm I'm 1985, so like 
not the end of the world. I don't know if that's the best way to change those points. I may just take a whole unit of inceptors out and just use those points to make a different unit altogether. But uh, I have to play around with it some. So with teams right around the corner, I'm having to test a lot of different versions of different lists, Black Templars, Ironstorm. We talk about your Flamestorm list, Firestorm or whatever. So there's a couple different versions I'm trying to test to see um, if that can net me more points in the team format versus just the take all cover Gladius. But I'm partial to that list because I've been honing it for so long. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Nick, what about you? You were, uh, there were some leaks that came out about Tyranids <laughs> and you were yeah, in so a hot panic. I, I have been on the Tyranid kick for all of 10th so far. Uh, I'm getting ready to switch over. I'm thinking about to pick up death guard. Um, that's kind of like this, this whole data slate's got me, got me thinking about things. Um, but yeah, the rumors that came out were huge points increase for like all those super critical, like the exocrine stuff that you have to have in the Tyranid army to really like keep people honest and not just like run all over you. And then the other rumor was that, uh, zero CP or zero OC models couldn't do actions anymore, which if you played against Tyranids or you know about them at all, the biovores pooping out their spore mines every turn and just casually scoring max secondary points is a big deal. <laughs> It kind of props them up, but like, yeah, if they took that away, like, I don't know what Tyranids would do. And when like, you take it, away the Biovores and the Exocrines at the same time, it's like, ooh, man, that's, uh, I'm not really sure where you go with from from that point. Yeah, but, but they didn't luckily, do any of that, right? Yeah. 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 Luckily, none of that happened. So where, where are you headed point. with that list? Where are you headed with your list currently, now that the data slates come out? So I only ended up losing about 25 points total from the list that I'm playing. Um, I am leaning more towards more bodies on the table than um, previously. So I have a couple of X screens in the list because, again, you kind of have to. You've got the bio war in there. But then I think I'm going to like triple down on Von Ryan's because I really like the forward deploy. Because um, the rules change they made was that if you have Infiltrate, and a redeploy ability, then you can redeploy in no man's land as before when you had to redeploy them in your deployment zone. So that's a huge, huge buff for them. So I'm thinking about taking just like three units, six of them, just to start, because uh, the Tyranid one, if you know who was first before you redeploy. So if I know I'm going first, I can be like, okay, everybody line up nine inches away, and we're just going to drown them in bodies turn one. Oh, you get to know so, before you re- redeploy? Yeah, yeah. The the Tyranid specific one is you know who's going first, and then you do your redeploy. Oh yeah, like the scout. The, the Marines have that right. So the same one yep. for the captain. They're, they're very so my, few. My uh, typical list captains? I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Does uh, his is his let you do it before? Yeah, he was. I thought he was the only one, but I didn't realize the, the Tyranids had that too. Yeah, so I've been playing the Vanguard with uh, three Neurolictors, the the Death Leaper, the Von Ryan's, and uh, a couple of Lictors in there. So, like, just pretty much the entire army can forward deploy if I want to. So now being able to redeploy in No Man's Land, like, it gives you a little more utility and gives a little more, like, all right, all right, I can do something with that. So, yeah, for sure. all that to say, I'm I'm trying to pick mm. up other armies, too. Yeah, his... <laughs> I'm trying to get back into power armor. The Phobos captain explicitly says, after you've determined who has the first turn, you may redeploy up to three Phobos or Scout infantry units. Yeah, okay, that, was, cool. that was much bigger. Like when you had like sniper scouts, or I used to run with Telly on a big block of ten. So you just pop lethal hits on that, and you kill knights and stuff. People get all mad. But the uh, with without those those units, like there's not a ton of four deploy units inside a 
Marines that you, you just be, really want to use. Like be interesting to just go all in with three eradicator units or yeah, eliminators. Sorry. Eliminator yeah. units and uh, put them somewhere and go, I have the first turn. Cool. I'm going to stand still and have lethal or uh, devastating wounds now. Yeah. I guess mm. uh, you just like stack them all in the corner and like, bam, didn't roll any sixes. Oh, sucks. I stood still. These are heavy. I'm hitting on twos. <laughs> Without reroll wounds, you're like, mm, man, sad. It's not enough shots. All right. Uh, but other than that, um, mine, uh, I play Firestorm, and I was already sort of disillusioned with Firestorm. And yeah, he, he was like, I just don't believe in the Firestorm. And like, he's, he's a salamander, so if you, just didn't, if you didn't know, he's, he's the green guy. And all the flames. So he's playing a typical, like, lots of flamer list. Uh, Vulcan in and out. I convinced him the Ultramarine is better just because that list wants lots of CP. So he's he was flirting around with adding Gilliman into the list, which was kind of sacrilege for him. But he was kind of entertaining it. He played it one time. He's like, I like having the extra CP. And I'm like, mm, it's hard to say no to Gilliman's power, right? Calgar. And then, Calgar. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Calgar. So, uh, but then, like, you just like aggressors, right? Like, they just... Just, they're just twelve inches. The, the just... issue I have with aggressors is they don't do anything well, and it's the unit that you're sort of like. It's the instant combo that pops into your head of, oh, I'll do the dev wounds, and oh, I automatically reroll wounds. It just never. They just they always come up short. It, it, whether it's in shooting, in melee, in survivability, in movement, in OC, like you're short everywhere. They, I feel like they're a compromise to mediocrity in all phases of the game. For two hundred and now sixty points for six. Yeah. Yeah. With a captain, you got three hundred and forty, three hundred and fifty points and it tied up in seven guys. It's like I mean you gotta put the, right the apothecary yeah. in there too. Well he does, so he puts the biologist with him. I do yeah. the captain because his he does it to get lethal and sustained the, in that unit. He wants the free they since they're doing hits. They I want the free lethals. I want two free CP. Yeah. Bad. I mean. Um but they, they just they jump out of the land raider and just whoo. I just, they never really get it done. <laughs> I just always felt like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. I'll roll 66. It's very, like, threatening. Okay. And you're like, how? You like, here, you know, like, you brace for the impact when you find, like, he's got me cornered. And then he shoots, and you're like, oh, I'm still alive. I'm like, well, that's it. Though. Well, the problem is also, I never got the opportunity to throw them into their preferred target because that's not what you feed them. Yeah. Because they're always in a land raider. Nobody's going to go up to a land raider and go, I have 10 space Marines and I'm going to stand here. Go ahead and shoot me. That, that No one does that. Everyone <laughs> goes, okay, here's a, you know, another land Raider or here's, you know, 10, Rhino. yeah. Or 20 Necron warriors or, you know, something crazy. Or, you know, here's a, yeah, d- 10 plague Marines and a Rhino. What are you going to do about it? And I go, well, I guess I'll get out and flame you. And then, and then there's just a bunch of plague Marines staring at me. <laughs> Maybe, maybe if you did just like flip the, the, the roll, like they might not yeah, die. Yeah, that, but that has, you're you're taking such a risk with them, and that's your that is your meat and potatoes. That is the list right there. Yeah, that's your like main killing unit, right? And you're like, if it's not reliable, like, is it the main? How's your list work, right? Like, it's it's it's, it's not. Suck. So it's just I don't like how yeah. unreliable, slow, unsurvivable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you're gonna talk so, about the changes we kind of came up with. So during the tournament. Uh, I took a Land Raider Executioner, and I really liked having a second vehicle. I really liked... I just played some random, for lack of a better term, crap. And uh, it actually ended up working, and then it got me thinking some weird thoughts with Firestorm. And I ended up going down a deep rabbit hole, and um, I'm all the way down this rabbit hole. And if this doesn't work, 
I'm I'm abandoning Firestorm <laughs> with the quickness. <laughs> because this is the like logical conclusion of all of these weird thoughts and it basically hinges on a um, Storm Raven, a Brutalis Dreadnought, ten Vanguard veterans with hand flamers. It's crazy right here. A jump captain with a hand flamer mm-hmm. and the eradicator bomb standard tricks. Um, but there's a wrinkle that came in during the data slate in the middle of all this like bizarro thinking. Uh, they clarified, or I shouldn't say clarified, they ruled that the ignoring modifiers effect affects the weapon damage as well. Yeah, because your salamanders, right? You have uh, you have that as one of your relics, right? Or at least the firestorm, you have that as a relic. Firestorm has a relic, or I should say, relic an enhancement. Yeah, uh, it's ten points that goes on any Tacticus character. That the unit ignores any modifiers made or any modifiers of any roles made for that unit. Okay. So then you start thinking, okay, well, who's Tacticus? Uh, basically, uh, it's Little Marines. Little Primaris Marines are Tacticus. So basic apothecaries, uh, librarians, non-Phobos. So you can do things like, um, well, what units do you put it on? And the two best options you have are a Devastator unit that then would ignore modifiers. So that unit is just picking up Satan, like with the quickness. Or Hellblasters. Both are good options. Yeah, because uh, then minus damage, I'm right? for some Hellblasters. Hellblasters without do... your minus damage is a big deal, right? Because they don't want to see something that says minus one damage on their so, two yeah, damage Yeah, multi-damage stuff. But also you could go, well, what about a Lieutenant with Blade Guard? Oh, well, that's, that's not terrible. But if you're playing Salamanders, you're going to put Adrax Agatone with them for reroll wounds and a lieutenant. So now all of a sudden I'm back up to a 350 point <laughs> melee blob. And you but know, that's strike five. You're like, Ooh, yeah. Hope this lethal. I mean, they got lethals. That's nice, right? <laughs> so if you put a lieutenant with them, they would have lethals, and they would also have reroll all wound rolls. And right. you can give them plus one to wound with a strat. Yeah. So I mean, they innately reroll once to hit, so you don't have to give them a lot of love to make them good. You just have to give them one CP, and all of a sudden, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. Is it the world beater? Four hundred points, though. (sighs) I'm not going to throw them into a night lancer and expect them to live. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and they're not going to kill that lancer to death. They're just not. Nobody got time for no Night Lancer to stay alive, okay? All right. We, we, uh, but, we all have to But even nice still, stuff. okay, so they have to charge a Land Raider Redeemer. They're not going to yeah. beat their way through that Redeemer. They're just yeah. not. Mm-mm. No, I just don't have the number of attacks. You had twice the number of attacks, maybe, right? Yeah, well, that's kind of sustained. Each. You know, you're like, you just don't have enough beef to go through the battle. Character doesn't have enough juice. So, anywho, uh, it's got me thinking weird thoughts, and and I'm going to try this bizarre idea and this bizarre list idea that I've, I'm concocting. In this, you know, I realize that every one of my opponents is going to look at me like I have three heads when I show up well, with this list. So, so, I mean, I like to take off the off the beaten path list for sure. I definitely don't take the meta marine uh, standard bog format, but like Mac takes it to a whole nother level. Like his <laughs> lists are like this looks like crap, and then you think they think if this 12 step combination goes off, you watch <laughs> out, buddy. And he's like, he's he's like reading off the off the you know, the 
the, he's got the strings, the little red, the murder lines that you like. like, this <laughs> like that's how his lists were all kind of come together. But like, if, when you like step back and you see the big puzzle, you like walk into the crazy person's room. You're like, oh my, oh my gosh, oh it is that, you know. So he, yeah. like, comes again, if you if you're ever playing against Mac and he says he's going to burn two CP, it's about to fucking blow up. It's go time. You're like, watch out. <laughs> yeah, watch. You, you just gotta like at that point, like a lot of effort has gone into this, like. You just gotta like stand back and admire the. the yeah, yeah. The don't even be it, mad. Some, and sometimes when it just doesn't work, then you can laugh maniacally at him for all his wasted. <laughs> which will be so. which will be seven out of ten times, I assure you. Because <laughs> uh, they don't always work. I mean, sometimes that plan is like, I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know how much time you spend on it, but like you gotta go back to the drawing board, buddy. <laughs> it's uh, but I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give it an honest college try, again, and if this still lets me down. I, I don't know where I'm headed with that. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to get into hit the, the, the nuts, nuts and bolts of that particular version yet until he tests it. Maybe we have that as a follow-up episode. But uh, there's some neat things he's got in there. So I'm like, I'm interested to see because I'm like, ooh, I, maybe I can steal some of those things because that's some great see, tech. I'm, I'm bad about coming up with these ideas, and I'm also a terrible influence on Thomas because I'll say, <laughs> all right, all right, check it out. Reavers, well, I got to put some in. They're so good. <laughs> and, yeah. and it works both ways. He'll convince me of things that I go, maybe I do need Kelgar. <laughs> I did. I worked. I was like surprised I got him on that one. He was like very no way. And then uh, he tried him one time. And he was like, man, this is good. This is good. Calgar's great. I mean, it, flat three you melee damage. Who that. doesn't like that? Yeah. yeah. With advance and charge and, and, and get the extra yeah. CP, all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. If he wasn't 180 points, uh, I'd be bigger on it. But oh, he's such an investment. Yeah. 185. Yeah. He's pricey. Yeah. Looks sadly at the Swarm Lord for 280. <sighs> Is he really <laughs> almost three hundred? Yep. But you got to put another. CP. You got to put another squad with him, right? Like it's some is by himself. Like, like you could sit Calgar there by himself, but like no, you want to use his powers. So he has to have more points invested into him. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be crying you a river over Calgar anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's not one eighty five. He's really three hundred by the time you buy oh, get him. out of here. Get out of here. Uh, you put the aggressors with him, like now it's five hundred points. You're like, this has turned into something not that it shouldn't be. Yeah, if you roll dragons, you win the game. What's your freaking point? Well, the I mean, number of times Calgar's has casually walked in my army by himself and just wrecked shop. Like, that has man. to be the plan. <laughs> you can't put him by himself. <laughs> he draw he's always by himself at the end. Somebody has killed his friends. But he's by time, hopefully, killing other things. Yeah, it's turn turn four, turn five, and he's just walking around the backfield. Like, is there anybody else to kill? I just, I'm, I'm running out of guys to murder. Yeah, I'm, I'm real upset. <laughs> Any <about> volunteers? <laughs> that, like, that's my whole. Uh, that like that really leads to my style, right? Like, I want the heroes to do heroic things and so like i build my armies to kind of manufacture those moments where the heroes can do fun things so i like my m- models doing that so gilliman calgar um Tigeris, all the named guys get to you know if they get to pop off i'm like living the dream of 40k in my little <laughs> games so i'm happy that he's getting to do that i hadn't he was hasn't been good for a long long time so i'm glad he's finally getting his day in the sun so it's, it's fun to play with him. so other marines in this data slate uh black templar don't know that they took that much of a hit. I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, like I was expecting Sword Brethren to take a hit. Like they're like pound for pound, like one of the best fighting units in the game, um, especially at least for Marines. Um, and then, you know, they took some hits on the Crusader squads, which are basically like the tactical Marines for Black Templars. They took some hits mm-hmm. on the the, the, prime, the two characters. The, yeah, the two characters. Well, those guys are super cheap. Like Hellbreck and Grimaldus, like 25 points. What were they per- before? 
They were they were ninety five and they went up to one twenty. So both of them okay. were yeah. the same points now. So twenty five points up. So that's reasonable. Like that's good, right? Um, is it enough to like change most of those lists? I don't think you're not taking Hellbreak. I don't think you're dropping them just because of twenty five <laughs> points. No. Uh, yeah, and you know the scouts went up ten points. Like everyone's taking scouts because they're so good. Um, so like you know they lost some points. Uh, I don't think they lost as many points as some of the other lists. Um, I think Vanguard list, you know, that that's a list that John Lennon made popular with the Centurions and all the, the Inceptors. Like that list took a big hit. I think it's like 175 points. Um, so as far as Marines lists go, I think that's one of the heaviest, most heavily penalized because it basically had all those units that went up were in that mm-hmm. list, right? It's like, hey, let me take every one of these units. Uh, I, Iron Storm took a bit of a hit too with the change to Whirlwinds. That that really kind of hurt them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whirlwinds. Oh, I mean, so like, I think, I think that's just better for the game. Like, indirect for the most part. Oh no, uh, argument. getting getting slapped. That's just like that's not that's not super great. I think guards still are in a position where their units, other units, are so cheap that they still take all the indirect. It doesn't really change yeah. it. Um, but uh, everyone else, right? I, like a lot of liars from this. I'm looking at the one I was testing uh, yesterday uh, had no whirlwinds in it. So like, it was a lot of tanks, uh, no whirlwind. So I'm I'm kind of okay with that but all right so chaos you talk about space guys that take the hits it's a chaos like i think they are the <sighs> ones who took the biggest hit like we knew they were top of the pops we were going to take some kind of hit um they got hit all over the place they got hit big time on points they got hit big time on rules the no transports the 18 inch no shoot uh, yeah man. the 18 inch no shoot i think that one's going to be a bigger deal than you initially think it is um, it, it sounds hit- bad. Like you go, Ooh, okay. That's a change. And you go, well, but it didn't, you know, invalidate it, but yeah, it kind of did. Cause all of a sudden 18 inches is a lot of inches. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're coming from reserve and you're going to shoot, trying to get within 12, like you can kind of block that if you want to, but like getting within 18, like that's a little bit harder to stop. So like the difference between a forge fiend that just pops out, shoots you and you can't do anything about it versus, Oh, I can drive up and within 18 and you can't top that strat and also mm-hmm. stay alive, you know? So, uh, nothing worse than exposing yourself to like finally get rid of that menacing fortune only for him to say, haha, one CP, you can't get me. Yeah. Uh, other changes, uh, bless their hearts. They got so many bad ones. Uh, yeah. Just like look at their sheet. It's like all red. Yeah. yeah. The, the mark the for the cultist. transports. Yeah. The curse of cultists, like the, not only points, the, the mark change. Yeah. You got to go back to the drawing board on them. I think, a lot of the things that were, people were looking at when they initially came out, all of a sudden, you know, what's old is new again. So I think Abaddon's going to be kind of coming back. I think, yeah. I think uh, Legionnaires might make a comeback or, or make a, you know, a resurgence, so to speak, in 2024 early here. Um, not to say that they were ever really went away, but the people yeah. weren't running, you know, three and four units of them. Um, are they a surrogate for Chosen? Kind of. Kinda, not really, but kinda. Uh, in their own way, they've got a, some interesting play. Uh, I think possessed are going to be a bit more prevalent on the field. Uh, yeah. Just being able to have dev wounds all the time is—it's still a crazy amount of damage. Um, the warp talon change, I think, was a good one. Um, you, warp talons don't seem that threatening yeah. until you start thinking. Well, they got a ton of attacks. They're really cheap. They're really fast. They're going to get there, what, and then all of a sudden, you what, got you know explosions and re rolls. What's their change now for War Towns? They, they just went up in points. points. They just went up in points. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, 
But for the amount of damage that you got out of that unit, sometimes mm-hmm. it just, whew, they could be rowdy for no for no cause. Um, so I yeah, think- I was expecting some kind of packed change, like you know, um, it's very flavorful. But like I always felt like there wasn't any risk. You're like, oh, I take a couple wounds. I'm always going to pack. If I fail it, you know, it doesn't matter. I rolled it afterwards. Like sometimes I forget to roll it. You know, like this is afterthought that it just always goes off, and then you're like. Oh, you're like, as the opponent, you're like, finally, finally, whatever this pack thing you're doing is, it didn't work. Ha, what what happens? You're like, uh, I, I think I'm more. You're like, oh, yeah, uh, I, what? I think I would have rather seen. But it still works, right? It's like, it, it didn't, it doesn't work now, right? Like, oh, no, it still goes off. Yeah. So good solution may have been like, instead of taking mortal wounds, you'd get battle shocked. Because like. I mean, that has more of an impact. It's not, you're not going to kill yourself by, you know, blowing up to mortal wounds, but like, I mean, you can't use strats on, so you can't do the 18 inch no shoot. You can't do oh, man. any of the fun I mean, stuff. It's, imagine if they added that on top of all this. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never play them again. They hit Listen, them hard enough okay. as it is, I guess. I've don't watched try to the pile chaos it on enough point. times. Oh, I'm okay with it. I just don't try to pull it. <laughs> yeah, I played a recent RTT, right? The same one Mac was playing, and he was. He was having his uh, testing with his uh, his uh, executioner or whatever. But uh, I played a Chaos Space Marine player. And so this, this is before the data slate. So we we're like, mm, full power. We know this data slate is imminent. So this might be your last chance to play all the power. And so I was, I was very happy to be able to win that game despite him having all the stuff. So I can tell him afterwards that uh, it wouldn't have mattered, all these buffs, debuffs. You still, you still can't win. <laughs> You know, just roll sixes and you win the game. I, I, I did roll a lot of sixes, as it turned out. So he was very salty about that. At least he he made sure to say it to me during the game. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> but I, I think if the if the goal was to create more list diversity, especially within Chaos Space Marines, I think that this data slate will accomplish that default. I mean, it has to. Yeah. Do you do you think I mean, it does like, it for for vanilla marines? Like, do you think like you're just? I mean, you by well, default you have to take less things because you just have less points, but you're not, I mean, not I'm, taking Inceptors. You're not, maybe I'll you're be, not taking Aggressors. I'm taking bizarre stuff, but I'm, I'm maybe the exception to that rule. But the data slate did make me consider things that I wasn't considering before. But did I not take Scouts? Absolutely not. I still have two units of Scouts in there. I mean, I get yeah. a dang about 20 extra points for two units of Scouts. Who, who cares? Yeah. yeah. What's weird to me is like a five-point decrease got me going, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, and, uh, all right. We saw now, the green. We're talking. We see that green <laughs> there. You're like, oh, heavy intercessors. Hundred. Yeah. So you're like, all of a sudden you're like, at 105, just five points more. There's no way in hell I could ever justify five heavy intercessors. All of a sudden now I'm thinking, man, you know, six. Like, oh, no, that's not so bad. Inter- you know, yeah. Yeah. four and a half percent <laughs> off. I gotta have them. Yeah, it was the uh, assault intercessors and the Inferno Squad to me. I saw that and I was like, oh, man. All right, well, all right. Don't the, Inferno Squad. <laughs> the Inferno oh. guys, it's for the Salamander guy, especially. I tried Inferno with, with Tigerius, and it was like the biggest wet noodle I've ever seen. I didn't even have dev wounds to make make it worse, right? Uh, I'm just, it, like, shooting regular you want them to be so good. <laughs> and then, like, there's the just the, the four embarrassments in one. <laughs> they get out of the transport and they're like, all right, we're going to get you. And you roll like 20 shots out of 10 guys. And you go, all right, that sucked. Okay. But here we go. And you get like two mortal wounds. And you're like, okay, that sucked. <laughs> you have rerolled wounds. I'm like spending extra CP to give them an extra AP. So I'm like, oh, AP one, like, a massive attack. So oh, I killed one chosen. Down. Yeah, and I did one go, chosen. You're like, 
You go take two mortal wounds and like 15 saves. And they go, what AP? And you go, I don't don't have any. And they go, okay, well, nothing died. So that's, you know, number three. And then you go, but I hit you. Take a battle shock. Battle shock. Oh, it's happening. And then battle shock. And that's let down number four. And you're like, why do I? There's so many things that just like pile on you. It's like you're stepping on my neck and then you're like, keep (laughs) digging it in. And then it's the next turn. And then they move and you go, ah, I'm going to overwatch with it. And just, just. Just because it, it went so well on the first time, it's going to go better the second time. I'm sure, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's so much better <laughs> without dev wounds and reroll wounds. Yeah, that's going to make it better. Oh, but they're I five points cheaper now. Oh yeah, oh, five man. points oh, yes. cheaper. <laughs> they're worth it. Come now. on, they're worth it now. Yeah, <laughs> if they were fifty points, I still wouldn't take them. I know it'd be hard pressed. You're like, well, maybe I just have random bodies. They're the first to die. You know, like just some up they there, were, but like. Okay, so thought experiment. If they were 65, they were the same. If I could take five of those or five scouts, scouts, still taking scouts. I mean, scouts do so much more. The forward deploy, the bounce around, like, you know, that's that's worth 10 times more than some random flamer that doesn't do anything. I'm still taking scouts. I mean, unless maybe you're playing Tyranids, like Nick would probably not want to see a million flamers across the board. Yeah, to my brain, I see you guys with like a whole unit of dudes with flamers. I'm going, oh, man, that's bad news. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> going to pick me up. I don't like that. Sure, sure. And, you and know, like, nothing to my army has the equivalent of, like, I mean, I have, like, you know, Pyro Horse, whatever. I don't, we don't count this. But, like, we don't talk 10 about guys with Flamers, 10 D6s. Mm, yeah. I, I look at that and go, well, that, that, that's that's a problem for me. But, like, yeah, from the other's perspective, you're like, man, this does nothing. And against like, Eldar. Especially compared to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, tough three guys with one wound is, is bad news. I get it, but then but, you know, but, two yeah. terminators could stand against that and go, get out, go away. You're never getting rid of me. Yeah, they go and touch them and go. All right, so now what are we gonna do? Yeah, so, uh, what are we doing here? So, I think Chaos Space Marines—they're not in a great spot. Do I think there's still meat on that bone? Maybe, but it's getting pretty gristly. Uh, I don't know. I think I think there's, there's enough there. It's it's not nearly as good. But like, I definitely think there's there's some some play there. I think it's going to be. I think what is going to work? Question. Okay. I said I think what's going to work is going to be some bizarre, you know, five three units of five possessed, like something odd is what's what it's going to come out to be, and it's it's going to work eighty percent as well as the current chosen spam does. Mm -hmm. But it'll work. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you this question. Who got it worse, Chaos Space Marines or World Eaters? Hmm. World Eaters has a lot shallower pool to reach into to to come up with a plan B because they're going, uh, uh, what else we got? What else we got? And if you're a World Eaters player, I'm going to apologize right now because, like, you know, when we first all saw it, everyone was like, World Eaters are dead, right? And, like, my first gut reaction was, like, that's rough. But, like, uh, is it that bad? You're like, how many points is it? You know, like, yeah, they don't have that many units. Like, that hurts. Oh, you don't get to bring Angron back. But, like, uh, you know, so it depends on who you talk to. Like, for the most part, I think most of the World Eaters are pretty upset because that's, like, their whole game plan. It's, like, how can I maximize Angron coming back, like, 15 times in a, in a five-turn game? But uh, it's also, like, World Eaters are still good. So, like, I, I feel like... You, you, you know, you kind of like there's one or two builds of world leaders. You just kind of like those are the lists that you take. And maybe this is an opportunity to to change it around. Kind of like Chaos Space Marines, right? Like there's other ways to play. Like just now it's time to spend some time exploring. You kind of think about Admech, right? You're like, they didn't get anything. 
I'd Are say they're crappy. Is it because they're crappy, or is it because we haven't had enough time to spend looking at it? I think it's that. There? Honestly, it's because nothing has emerged from that book as the like. You know, if you take six thousand chickens, you can peck them to death in a heartbeat, and there's nothing they can do about it. Like <laughs> if you get six thousand dollars to buy all those chickens, <laughs> and if they're in stock somewhere, like maybe. Um, but, I think it's kind of like Sisters, though. Right to your point, right? Like Sisters didn't get any changes, and they're like regarded as one of the crappiest factions forever. And then all of a sudden they win a tournament and everyone's looking at these sisters like, what? And like someone had cracked the code on some of the things in there and like, they had these combos and like, hey, sisters turned out like really good. Like you you can do some cool things. And, um, you know, maybe there were some closet sisters that were like, yeah, I knew it all along. But like there was, they weren't really out there winning tournaments. Yeah, and there's one sudden, guy in the middle of Wyoming who's playing against his cousin who's cracked the code on, you know, Sisters or, or Admec. There's one guy who plays Admec who has blank yeah, bases, and he's got like, check it out. I got the Admec list. And it's, you know, <laughs> 60 Rangers and 60 Vanguard and 12, you know, get, and nobody, get out of here. Nobody's doing that. I mean, if you're a hardcore Admec guy, like, power to you, man. Like, tell us what it is. So, like, so we can have some, uh, there's some guys that play Admec here. They're super sad about it. So, like, um, you know, maybe we can make that happen. Uh, but yeah, you, you always kind of look at the factions and get anything. Does, you know, like is that a statement from GW that these guys are fine? You know, like they're no problem. Like Thousand Suns, right? Didn't get anything. Like if you're a Thousand Sun player, like I'm sure you're like Thousand Suns have had it hard. They got some well, really hard points nerfs last time, but now maybe the top guys have gotten hit, and now the, the predators for Thousand Suns have gone away a little bit, and maybe they got some juice back. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> as always right it can't be that easy uh so i think the biggest change so let, the biggest change is kind of sort of not directly evident and it, it's a, you have to read into it um you can't just take your loan ops from zinch demons anymore so the changeling mm. is gone which was your easiest and the blue scribes which were your easiest two I need to get secondaries. Holy crap, I need secondaries. And that was really yeah. the options you had. Yeah. Now you've sort of... Now it's, it's I need pink horrors, and now I'm paying, or a blue horrors, and I'm paying a 110-point tax to get that. And that's you know, 90 points yeah. for a changeling. I'm 200 points into that. T-Suns do not have 200 points sitting around. They barely mm-hmm. have two points to spare. Everything they have is so dang expensive. And you, you're, you're tying up 15, 1,300 to 1,600 points of your list is just in stuff you have to take to make the mechanics of the list work, much less score secondaries. Right. So is it a nerf? Unquestionably. Are they in like a proxy. more target-rich environment? Arguably, yeah. The biggest predators are kind of gone. Are you worried about getting overrun by world eaters anymore? No, you're not. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm happy about that. It's still tricky, right? Because like you don't have screens in Thousand Suns, like especially if you if you don't have you know the cheap demons. Like yeah, you could do zangers, but like again, you're spending points on stuff that you'd rather be spending on stuff you know that actually does work in the army, sure, not sure. just stands around. Sure, sure. Your 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 screens are rhinos at the end of the day. Yeah. Um with Eldar maybe being nerfed a little bit too. Okay. Now, now maybe they got a bit a little bit better play. I mean Doombolt matters more against things that aren't in transports and that don't want Doom Bolts. Um which is, you know, water's wet and the sky is blue. Um <laughs> tell me something new. Yeah. 
Uh, this, this is the deep corner with Mac and T-Sons, by the way. <laughs> Damage is good. Yeah, every time I play so T-Sons. You score more points than your opponent. You're going to win time. the game. Yeah. Every time I play T-Sons, I'm like, I'm just like, I, I played T-Sons before. I know these things, but like, I'm not quite sure if you're playing it right. It's always like this, this like magic curtain that they just do whatever they want. Just tell me when it's done. Did I die yet? And then you're like, I guess that's right. And then later on, you're like, yeah. oh, they didn't quite play that rule right. And you're like, so every time I play thousands of players, even uh, when I play Mac, I'm like, I have to ask them a million questions. So I was like, is that how that works? Like, I, I, I have so, shown man. data cards to my opponents in the middle of games. Every game. they're playing thousands of sons, right? Every game. Like, where you're, you're like, um, you're not playing your own army, right? Let me tell you why. And you're like, they're like, no, it works that way. You're I'm like, gonna do three rituals. No, you're not. You can't do that. Why not? Read the dang sentence. But I think, realistically, I think there might be play there. Uh, I'd like to try it out again, but that's just mileage, and that's just being in a new environment. Yeah. Um, it's fundamentally, when, you change when... your list? No. Maybe you start trying to take that winged demon prince, because he, he does the same thing that a Caladius assassin does. At the end of your opponent, you can pick him up and put him down. Oh, he jumps up. Yeah, yeah. which then... That's a very useful tech. That's yeah. a cool new model, though. It is. It is. With them, it lets you do, I deep strike it somewhere, and then I can move it in the shooting phase. After it deep strikes, it flies, it moves, and then I can use it for line of sight. So Doesn't I, it do mortals when you fly over people, too? It does. It When it finishes a normal, after it finishes a normal move, so that would count, it's, it's move again in the shooting phase. Pick a unit that moves over and roll 96 for every six, I think it's a mortal wound. Okay. It's it's not nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, his clothes are psychic. You're not counting on that to, to win games, but if there's like a guy left on an objective, you're like, mm-hmm. his claws are psychic, which is kind of the, the the weirdest thing about him is all of a sudden you can boost that if you want to give him the arcane vortex, and now he's got flat four melee, which nobody yeah. wants that. <laughs> nobody wants that. Um, and then if he's around Magnus, you can give and for one CP you can give him reroll hits and wounds, so. He can kind of turn up when you want him to, but then again, he could just die randomly. Um, the other change that they made was the Exalted Sork on disc. Uh, used to have, still has the ability. He points at somebody in the shooting phase, you roll a d6, and on a two up, you subtract two from their movement. I guess, technically, you could have interpreted it that that could have stacked previously, even though I don't know any TO in the world that would have let you play it that way. But now it applies <laughs> a status effect that's called. Um, it has a name. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, let me look it up. It's called like suppressed or something. Yeah, that's the suppressed yeah. one. They said that a lot. No, that, you're, that you're bound. They oh, bound. Okay. So you, that one does not stack, <laughs> right? Just to be clear, correct. It does not stack now. now officially, yeah. it does not stack now. Yeah, right. they said that if it causes a status effect that has a name, like being bound or like uh, barb gods have suppressed. Yeah, like if it causes a status effect that has a name, then it doesn't stack. Yeah. And yeah, the. The Winged Demon Princes, you roll nine dice, and for every six, you do a mortal. So there's a world you live in that you could move over somebody, shooting phase, move over them again, do the ritual again, move over them again, <laughs> and roll throw 30, 27 dice at somebody. If you're Thomas, you'll do 28 mortal <laughs> wounds on 27 dice. Yeah, more dice, more more. Yeah, extra six, they explode. Yeah. <laughs> don't you know? Thousand cents. I just add extra. Well, it's, 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 it's in there. It's a special rule. You don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't, don't look it up. Don't worry. Uh, so it's a... Uh, Maybe and and I'll, I'm for sure going to do some playing with it um, and see because I, I really enjoy playing that army. But that army, at the end of playing a GT, you always feel like I'm 
That's exhausting, right? You got to like spend a lot of effort, like, you know, drawing up the game plan of the 12 steps for every little move you want to make. Yeah. It gets old. <laughs> and having to explain to your opponent and go, I'm not cheating. Honest to God, this is what it can do. <laughs> yeah, Mac. Like, I, I still say you just have like record a video on your phone of you going through like every like here. Just just watch this. I'm watch this while I finish my <laughs> movement <laughs> phase, so like that a, when it comes, you're like ready. A, like it's like a bad training video at work. Hi, my yeah, name. Turn Mac. to hold on. Start the video again. <laughs> We're gonna play a game of 40k today. I play Thousand Sons. Do you <laughs> know what that means? <laughs> You will now be handed a pamphlet, and you like no effect. Like hand him a bound book. Like here, you're going to read this. Turn to page three. Let's talk about cabals. Yeah, Fifteen minutes later, you still haven't gotten through the shooting phase crap that you can do. Uh, it's a it's an interesting army, though. Every time I play it, I, I enjoy it. Um, about two weeks after the tournament's happened, I go, you know, I really did enjoy it, but man, I get tired playing it. Yeah. Get the the game four, game five, you're just like, I'm tired, man. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's my brain. Yeah. Really yeah. old, right? Like the you don't recover round around the long call. Like that's a lot of stress on the brain. Which I guess the argument can be made that that's bad game design. So you shouldn't have to do this like fourteen step rubric to to put this together to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, this this fourteen step Rube Goldberg thing to go. And now I take the objective. Whereas yeah. like. Marines could I just go three points. <laughs> Marines go. I deep strike three inceptors and take a point for a unit. Son of a. <laughs> um, that was easy. The button. Yeah. yeah what, what's the issue? You could have just done that. Um, but speaking of, you could have just done that. So, are there any other Xenos factions that we need to be aware of? Uh, yes, Dark Eldar. There's going to be a lot Ooh, of Dark Eldar. Yeah, a lot I haven't of really dark to them that much, but yeah, I've heard the whispers in the in the warp. I got some people who are like diehard dark dark elder fans. I have a huge dark elder collection, so I used to play dark elder, so I really like dark elder. I've been abused by dark elder a lot, especially in what was that eighth or ninth edition when they're like freaking all over the place. Yeah, um, they got ninth. hit so hard. Yeah, it was ninth, right? Like they like yeah. ran the uh, they ran the train on everybody, and then like basically they had slapped them down so hard they they were at the bottom of the barrel for so long. <laughs> it was a long. You're like time. I always feel bad for you, but I remember I was bad touched <laughs> by those guys for a long time. They got to run amok un, untouched for a while. Uh, I get Votan for two seconds, not even released, and then I oh, finally get to feel the power oh, and then quiet, they yeah, get no. away from you're, me. Yeah, you're not gonna find any sympathy from the, mm. for anyone here. So, <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't commiserate with them. But now. Um, They've lived through that hell, and they're back. They're back, baby. They're back with a vengeance. If you haven't looked at it, if you don't know anything about Dark Eldar, one of the big things that they took away was Dark Eldar predominantly in that ninth edition phase was like they were heavy melee. Like they had some shooting. um, They had great vehicles, all the invulnerable saves, um, but they're like hardcore melee. They could just like, I could launch a charge from practically anywhere on the board. I can just chop up whatever I want. Like the characters, the succubus, you know, Drazar, all the incubi. Ooh, it was gross. And then fast forward to like, hey, we don't like Dark Eldar anymore. Now they become a shooting only faction. They got chap with that, that just die like chumps. They got they basically took away all the invulnerable saves from their vehicles, uh, or maybe they have a six up. I don't even think they have that. So like, it, it just went from like the opposite. Their identity was gone, right? And so even from a like a player perspective, like like Incubi, Archons can't join Incubi. Like that doesn't make no sense. Incubi are crappy in combat. You know, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, everyone's toughness three, you know, like that's well, that's bad. That's just dark Eldar's, but like they had nothing to kind of make up for. But now they've given them the, this whole new attachment because you're like, 
we know they're bad, but how can you fix them, right? You just can't make them infinitely cheaper. At some point, it just breaks the game, right? Like, well, how can you fix them? So they give them a new attachment, and you're like, wow. Plus one to wound, fixes a lot of the, the problems. Extra mm-hmm. EP, moving out of transports and assaulting, so, you know, they don't have advance in the charge. So, like, giving them the extra movement to uh, charge, making vehicles more worthwhile to take, making it where it's not just not all shooting, um, making witches actually decent, like, uh, you know, put, put what's-her-face in there, Lilith. Oh, man, like, there's some cool stuff in there. Like, you get to actually play a game. There's different builds, Talos and Kronos. Like, oh, the, the Dark Elder guys are super stoked. I'm like, I'm, we're going to get the crash course. If you, if, you, I mean, if you haven't seen them, you're going to see them because, like, there's going to be Dark Elder yeah. everywhere. It's coming. Yeah. Um, Tau, Tau did not get touched that badly. And be prepared to see at least two Riptides on every player because now Tau players have the it's on sale mentality of at 180. <laughs> points cheaper. At 180 points. Did go down points, like five points like uh, our guys? They went down 15. <laughs> uh, so it's like 15. at 180 points, Riptides were hot dookie. At 165, Price oh my move, God, they're baby. the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Uh, I mean, yeah, good for Tau, right? You kind of got to like a couple builds where they're just basically all the same, right? You're like, I got these big blobs of the crisis suits, and that's all there is. Obviously, we saw the reveals for like the crude stuff, um, mm. and who knows how long we have to wait before they get a new book. Uh, it'll um, be pretty but, quick, I think. Um, they've already yeah, you shown. Feel that... like they're yeah, they're right. It's right around the corner, right? So like, I would anticipate before up. Easter that that book's probably out. So, ooh, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. There's a lot of Tau hate, like uh, you know. I feel bad I, for Tau players. I'm like we all been have bad games against Tau, but the, like they're in a hard place. Like their army's like so one dimensional. Like it just shoots. Like you know, it kind of gets repetitive. And like you have these these units, you feel like you don't have a love. And now they change all of your. You're like I'm the shooting army, but I only hit on fours. It's like you have to do all these mechanics just to get an extra. It's just uh, give them something, right? Like just give them a little bit, right? Like, they're not asking for tons of stuff. So um, I'm all for making that uh, that faction reasonable because like it, it's so far up and down right like it's either like super over the top shooting and it's just oppressive and it's not fun um or it's just like all the way at the bottom where you're like man it's kind of crappy like what are you supposed to do with that so or you, yeah you end up in bizarre lists like i have 60 breachers yeah <laughs> okay you found the one thing that's under costed in the codex you did it yeah yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like that's not fun like, the breaching like that's not fun list design right like i'm just going to overwhelm you with like the point Per wound, you know, like take my mark. efficiency. Ha! Like, <laughs> yeah, sure did, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not. A, I, I used to have a Tau army. I loved Tau in the early days when they, that, that when they first first came out. Um, and then I slowly came to the dark side of like Tower Devil, and I don't like Tau. But uh, <laughs> I've always I started on the side of Tower of the Devil, and I just remained there. <laughs> there's a lot of Tau hate floating around. It's kind of like the Eldar hate, you know, like. Eldar are somehow always good, and so there's always going to be some Eldar hate. I played Eldar for a while. I had some cool conversion I saw online, and I, like I, um, it was a bike conversion, and so like I, I wanted to take this bike army, uh, not because bikes necessarily good, they were good, uh, but because I had this this conversion I wanted to do. So like I had to justify every game before I played. I'm like, I'm like ah, another Eldar player. Uh, you're the devil. I'm like, oh, but look, look at this cool conversion. Like, I'm not that guy. I this this guy. And then I, <laughs> I play the actual game, and it's Eldar doing Eldar things, and they're like, ah, I hate you all over again. You know, like, so <laughs> I knew you were one of those guys. <laughs> so that was like hard on my personality, right? Because I want the person to have fun. I'm trying to have a good time. I want to have my models painted really cool, and then uh, you know, 
it's hard to justify that sometimes when your opponent is literally just like miserable on the other side because whatever's happening in the game, all the rules or, or whatever. So um, I eventually had to stop playing that army because it was like, yeah, it's like you're playing Salamanders. Like every game you're like, okay, you're going to have to spend the first 30 minutes of this uh, building you up so you're not so let down at the end of the game. <laughs> Eldar do what they do. And it, hey, you're going to catch an elbow from the top rope. It's going to happen. I'll <laughs> we'll let you know it's happening. I'll, I'll let you know a couple times beforehand. Okay, it's coming. Just so you know. It's not that bad, but like, oh, oh, it's pretty bad. Okay, I'll pick it you back up. Never, Let's get you a drink. And I'll be honest with you, it was never the people who had no idea. It was the people who I'd go, so have you ever played Talmud? Oh, yeah, I got a friend that plays them. And we're talking some of the people, top people that play the game. I mean, some people that are top ten in the world. I've yeah. played against one at Warzone Atlanta, and I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, I got a friend that plays Salamanders all the time. And I caught him off guard with, can't shoot that unit. Wait, what? You charge them. Well, I'm going to charge you back. Wait, what? Like it, <laughs> it was always the people who felt like, oh, I know the rules upwards and backwards, and then you catch them with something they don't expect, and then it's, oh, let me see the rule. Okay, here. Yeah. Then you get yeah, into those that's, protracted that's, judge it's always, battle. It's always tough when you catch someone in that in that moment because you don't want to have a gotcha moment, but you also don't want to just like, here, let me unravel my my plan where I'm going to like defeat right, you. Yeah. Let me let and, me tell you exactly how to win against me. It's, it's this fine line of like how much information is the right information and how, at what point do you need to give warning of things you're going to do? You want to be a good sportsman, but you're also like, I can't just like talk you into a win, you know, by revealing a, don't plan, do that. Right? Do so, this instead. That's how you beat me. Like nobody, yeah, yeah. you know, you this guy over here, it's going to be just move right here a little bit. You can avoid all of this. You're like, ah, man, <laughs> sometimes that's the right thing to say. Sometimes like, Oh, that really hurts. Um, so it's a it's a moral dilemma sometimes, but uh, yeah, you're you're trying to play the game, you're trying to win, so nope. you just like never more have rules, right? Nope. You it's always a... give them the turn two backbreaker. <laughs> you go for it. You suck them into the trap. <laughs> you put them in the double Nelson. This is the trap army. Like it literally is. You're, I can't I can't like show you where the like the what are the the, the punji the bungee the sticks the the punji sticks yeah. the punji sticks yeah I can't show you where the punji nope. sticks are like defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> nope. Give them the judo throw. And put them in the dirt. That's what you got to do. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of judo throws, uh, Necrons. Turns out they were already playing with the data slate. They just didn't know it yet. <laughs> They're perfectly balanced. I mean, they just got yet. a new book. I mean, like, I think that's pretty standard for them. Like, they usually don't just like judo chop the book right out of the, out of the gate. I mean, you kind of saw that with Admech. Like, that was a surprise because, like, they came out at the same time, roughly, as, as, uh, as the Necrons. Votan. Votan got preemptively judo chopped after the book got leaked <laughs> yeah, online. I mean, they, they messed that one up real bad, though. Like, I mean, that, wasn't that, one, that I mean, bad? We, 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 we oh, got down the 15-minute <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mark, I believe. Yeah, 1430. Uh, it was a little broken, okay? It was a little broken. But they didn't even, like, release the book. It was... Before the actual book came out, they were like nervous. It's because they, they the stuff that they showed people, we all sat down and went, I'm sorry, what? I mean, we, <laughs> we, we played a bunch no, of pre-games. No, 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 like, no, I was no. like, this is great. Um, yeah, I bet you did. They like, nerfed yeah. it two or three more times after that. Like They kept piling on. Like, I'm like, it's certainly not too bad now. Oh, we got hit again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I have five minutes now. Um, poor Botan. I haven't had the interest in playing them in 10th. Uh, I have them. They're, they were bad for a while, and they got the new update. The last data slate, they're actually pretty good now. And I still, I'm like, I just, I don't know. I guess the new models coming out soon too, right? Um, the jump back, uh, the jump back, guy, jump back guys. Dude, was, they was in the the kill team. They box, showed one of them. There. I don't think they've officially shown like a unit of those guys. Mm. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice to get another. Unit. They don't have that many uh, units. Yeah, so he's, he's got a name. Um, it's a. I think it's Jerk. I think that's what they called him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
All the dwarf haters. I don't understand the like the squat hate. Yes, you uh, do. You understand exactly uh, why we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I did punish a lot of people in that motel list. Like that was a punish. Uh, two punish, land fortresses going. All right. Mm. So uh, there's this famous stuff. sentence that he said to everybody. No, no, no. It's easy to not get grudge tokens. You just don't have to stand on objectives. <laughs> just don't get on the objectives. Don't, don't stand on objectives. Don't stand where don't I can see, see you. you. Don't do actions. <laughs> don't kill me. And don't it's be killed. It's oh, you just stay over or there don't be behind the that wall. What's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole process to get judge tokens officially. But oh, like, process you, my you, foot. You, you the process you was you it. went, you it's my it. turn and he gets a judge token. That was the process. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a haters, bunch of haters. Yeah, I, I, to this day, I still hate that. <laughs> we had some good draw about ten games versus the Salamanders. Was that your Salamanders? Right? Yeah, Whew, that was good. <laughs> Whew, how about turn the table on you on that one, boy? <laughs> he was, he was God Almighty, I'm uh, over here playing at like level eleven out of ten. We, like, all we, right, we, I'm gonna trap him in. I got him. I got him. He fell for it. All right. I had like five traps that all had to happen, and I'm he, on like he did it all, and I was like kept walking into it all like blindly. I'm like, oh man, it's a good move. He's like he's like outplaying me at every step, and then I'm like, oh, I just make a couple extra saves right here. All oh, this guy just happens to be in the right spot to move block your entire army. You can't get fit through here. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. You know, I'm like, my back's just shaking his head. Like, There's nothing I could do. I was on step like, K of a third thirty eight step plan, and on you know it just. No, I think I'm going to stay, and I'm just going to kill everything. Like, oh, uh, okay, cool. I guess I should. I need 11 inch charge with these boomers. Uh, I guess I'll go for it. Oh, I made it. Look, look. Oh, wait. I just. <laughs> oh, you have three grudge tokens? That means I wound you on negative ones. Oh, look at that. Everybody's dead. Ah, oh, so good. I don't so want to talk about it. So, <laughs> uh, Death Guard. So yeah, I play a lot of games against Death Guard. I think Death Guard really strong. Like if you don't know about Death Guard, there's a couple different builds. Obviously, play burst crawlers all indirect took some hits. Um, I think if you're playing play burst crawlers for the indirect, you probably weren't doing it right. I think their biggest push is like they had two plus saves, right? And they were kind of cheap. Now they're not so cheap. So like that kind of hurts if you're a Death Guard guy. Uh, but Mortarian, if you're a big fan of Mortarian, that whole argument about the characteristics and his bubble thing, like not working on half the stuff. Now they changed it. They clarify what it works on. So he's back to being good. Like, is he good enough to be in the list? I've seen a lot of lists that are like, I don't need death, uh, more tear. I take a lot of plague Marines. Plague Marines went up. So like, maybe that's a little bit changed, but uh, death guard with that extra layer of not just minus toughness, but either minus one ballista skill or minus one to your save can be very problematic. Like, if, if you're like orcs or somebody who has crappy saves and now you just can't hit anything, mm-hmm. oof, tough. Oof. If you have bad ballistic skill, weapon skill, tough. So, yeah, the save is rough against me. And also they have the uh, the future fires in all the army that give them fight first. So yeah, if you're really heavy melee, melee yeah, it dude, can be it's, it's really rough. Yeah. So they got it's a like, good thing. They got a lot of good things. I mean, it, like if you can you know bust them out of the rides and get in there, they kind of can fold if you have the right tools. Um but uh, pretty good army. Uh, so I think Death Guard in a pretty good shape. Like, obviously, you got to shift it a little bit, but, like, you have some choices there. So. Yeah, I've got some dudes. I've started uh, – I got a paint scheme picked out and some models to start. So they were going to be my 10th edition army, and then I got stuck on nids again. But I'm slowly, like, creeping back into building them up. Yeah, I mean, 10th, obviously, like, marquee, like, the Marines and the Nids, you like, all these cool new right. Nid models. You can't not, yeah. if you're, like, a fan of bugs, like, jump on the new hotness. But 
Um, yeah, calling you back to the, the power armor guys and and Nurgle. Like, the, if you're if you're into that aesthetic, they have a lot of great models. Like those play marines. Yeah, there's a lot of cool models there. So, I didn't I like them at first when they when the the new molds came out. I was kind of like, man, I don't know, it's too many tentacles, too many mouths, too many like things sticking up. Like, like, as the a more like, guy, right? Like he says it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. There's too many tentacles <laughs> in the wrong spot. You know? <laughs> I don't That's know. I don't like tentacle. it. <laughs> But like the more I actually like look at them and like actually painted a couple of them, I was like, "These are some cool models, man." They're super like, cool. Really like you see cool a nicely models. painted Death Guard, you're like, "I appreciate the effort that went into every one of these little pustules." You're like, "There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of detail on this one guy." You're like, mm, "There's a lot of these guys." Do you like you them? like them until you paint the Fly Guy from Blight Lords? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh. Fly Guys. Oh. Can't get down on Fly Guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll get down on. Oh, you. he will, and it won't get off. <laughs> So, is Mortarian good enough to play again? I think if you build around him, I think he's still good. Um, yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those deals, right? When you're like, if you're just like playing to the meta, you know, like you got to look at your opponent's armies or what the armies of the day are. Can they instantly kill Mortarian? Um, does that characteristic thing give you some big leg up against your opponents? Do some people have like minus damage? Uh, is that a lot of things that are around? Um, you know, but uh, like he's he's pretty durable with all the Death Guard rules. I have can, to like, say, all the things. I am a little jealous of just having a pocket answer to a Satan because he can just pop the aura and go. Oh, I'll just charge him to heck with it and just pick him up. He, he just charge him with all his friends and they all get it too, right? Like because it's a you, know, like you talk about lethal damage with all those two damage hits. You're like half damage. You're like, ah, oh, not for me. And you just like hit him. That's it's. Um, does he have Does he have deep strike? I don't think he does. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. He's got wings big enough. He could. You would think so. Does uh, does Magnus have it? Um, Magnus does. Yeah, Magnus has deep strike. Yeah. Huh. And you can make. I was thinking like one way to keep him alive if you uh, rapid ingress him. And so does uh, uh, Angrom has deep strike too. Yeah. Like. I mean, you just hide behind a wall. Like you can't casually get to him. Like he's big, but like he's not that big. So he's not like towering or anything. You like. Well, maybe there's a, it's it's a credit to the Death Guard design that you don't have to take Mortarian to make the army work. Yeah. For both World Eaters and T Sons, I feel like you have to take their prime arc. You have to take Ingron. You have to take Magnus. You can't take key uh, sons without Magnus. I think I've seen some non-Magnus. Sure, you're you're missing out on a lot. Yeah, yeah. Plus one to hit and he wound. Brings a lot to the table. You're missing out on the only big melee threat you have. You're missing out on a really good couple of guns. The toughest thing in your army, like the biggest threat projection you have, is double moving Magnus and putting yeah. him in a position where your opponent goes, "Oh, there's Magnus over here." <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, no. Mortarian does not have deep strike. Apparently, hmm. Hmm. I would not have guessed well, that. What I learned today is Mortarian does not have deep strike. <laughs> that we knew. There you go. Not out of the three of us. Uh, I am. I do like the fact that like, if you're just like, like I'm picking him up because I really want to put him in the list because I really. I mean, you're playing Death Guard, right? Like, you have the option to take a Primark. But like, I like the uh, the fact that you can put him in the list and still be like competitive, right? You're not just like doing it for fluff. So, 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him up just because I'm looking forward to actually painting that model, like for the next three so. months. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take a minute. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I think I think Death Guard though, like generally speaking, uh, they take some hits, just like Marines. I think they're in a good spot though. So, we have some lists that we are going to try out. And typically what we're going to try to do in these episodes is we're going to have a project that is going to be the last thing we talk about is a project list or something we're going to work on to try to refine. You know, maybe you're a Raven Guard player and you want to try to come up with a list to make Raven Guard work because you really love them. Um, we'd like to work on when we're going to pick up projects like that and we're going to refine it and to, you know keep going as we go forward. Um, I think our first installment is going to be can I get this Firestorm list to be anything but hot garbage? And right now, it's like lukewarm garbage. It's not even I hot know, garbage. I think, I think there's some, yeah, I think there's some play there. So, like, what we'll do is we'll workshop the list. We'll get it on the table, make some tweaks, you know, do a, a, maybe we'll do a video battle report uh, on my channel. And then uh, we'll, we'll just, you know, come back and report. At least nothing else. If there's a tournament, maybe we take it to a little RTT or a GT and once we get to a certain level and play it and you can get some results. So like we'll talk about what it is in more detail, maybe next episode. And then like, then we'll get, dive into some of our play testing that we've had and then uh, maybe some tweaks. And then we'll, we'll eventually have a video of the game and we'll talk about the results and you kind of, kind of follow that journey along with us as we kind of like see if this experiment uh, is a success. And sometimes it isn't, but you, you had fun along the way. Sometimes it's like, Maybe this whole thing wasn't a good thing, but maybe I, I pick a little gem out of that uh, that whole effort, which helps my other lists. Um, so there's always something that good comes out of it, and and it's a, that whole process where we kind of like show you the the making of the sausage, so to speak, of you know how we get to some of these wacky lists that we come up with. Wacky list is maybe the fucking. Pick a name for this yeah, army. I would like <laughs> looking at his list. I'm like, this is not. A uh, list that you would typically see and just understand all the nuance that it can do, and that's kind of the, one of the things, right? You know, like, I don't want to have a gotcha versus my opponent, but I also don't want to run the standard "quote unquote" net list, right, where everyone knows what it does and they look has, at you and go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." No, I know. I have the counter for it. I understand how it plays. Where you're like, "Hey, yeah. Yeah, this list looks like nonsense," or maybe I don't know what it does, so that I have some opportunities in the game to like. Uh, pull some cool maneuvers that you may not have anticipated. Right? It, was, so. it was so nice to go to ATC with that list and go, and they threw me out first every t- turn and every turn, without fail, everybody went, oh yeah, I want to play him. That's garbage. I can smack that. Oh yeah. So it always he was playing it, it created right? so these orcs mismatches like crazy in a team format. So it was really nice in that regard. In team specifically, yeah, you always like playing for the matchup. So if you walk into a list where you're like, I don't know what it does, or I underestimate what it can do, like that's a bad place to be in a team format because like you, the, the best thing you do in a team format uh, is to tell you exactly in this matchup how many points I'm going to score. Like the, the closer you are to knowing the final outcome of the game the better you offer your team. So they can know to pair you into it, or if they pair you into a bad matchup, at least know what you're going to score. If you come in there <laughs> thinking, I'm going to get max score, this is an easy win for me. 20 no problem. And you walk out of there with a loss, or you get 20 owed. would Yeah, or you're the you, first guy's game You might done lose the whole round minutes. for the whole team, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're walking around, can I, get, can I get you guys anything to drink? Uh, my game's done, so... <laughs> you got, you got it on your like, face. I, I, <laughs> your whole team at it. You might have lost the whole round for your team. So, like, you never want to, like, walk into that match. So if you can come up with a list that is kind of a little off the beaten path, 
um, gives you a little bit of advantage because of the unknown, but also potentially it puts your pairings into a, a weird place where your opponents make a mistake. Um, that might that might be ultimately the round that wins you the whole match. It was a, it was an interesting event to go and play Chaos Knights four times out of five. And get <laughs> get four times out yeah, of five. They're, they're like they chose him. They just had no idea that his is like the the most kryptonite you can think of for knights. It's unbelievable. My games did not like, go past you know round three. It was bad. I'm like, what, what, what'd you get this round? He's like, Knights again. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, they picked me. I'm like, I don't even understand these guys. Don't they know? No, they didn't know. And, uh, jeez. <laughs> you only got Knights like three or four times, right? Yeah. Out of the six yeah. games. Yeah, and it was, the the questions were, what, what, why do you get plus one to wound? Because I'm a Salamander. And it's turn two. Oh, okay. So why do you get plus one to wound? Because I'm a Salamander. And it's turn two. It's just, it's just the same yeah. question. But you went on fives. No, we went on fours. Wait, <laughs> What? Why? Why do you get? Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah, it's gonna be every turn. <laughs> yeah, it did never. It never ended. Even I would ask. I, like, I played them all the time. I'm like, why? Why do you get to do? <sighs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I even I was not amused to that stupid ass question of why do you get to do that? It's like salamanders. Which you know, it, it was bad. It was bad rules writing because you don't want to create those scenarios and you don't want the game to be in the way of enjoyment of the game. The mechanics don't need to get in the way. And I felt like yeah. that that addition that for a long time, the mechanics got in the way of playing the game with the person because it was always stop before you do that. You need to know this, and that that creates a bad situation. Because, like you said, yeah, my, I don't want to tell you how to yeah. beat me, but man, I'm telling you right now, in about ten minutes, you are not going to be my friend forever. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't want you to just like step on this 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 trap that I've set for you, like full force, like 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 bleach your fall a little bit. It's, <laughs> it could be bad. Um, I didn't have that with my army. My army was just like full rerolls. So like, if you want to get dragons, just roll lots of sixes and uh, get to reroll the ones that aren't sixes. You get just get more naturally, and so that's another way to just make your opponent upset. It's just like to make them feel like that's all you roll the sixes. But it was you know, man, just keep rolling dice. Just roll till you get I'll whatever you roll want. until I, I get no, all no, no. Like, Let me know me. when you're done. Trust Let me, me know I when you're done. I do get to reroll this three times. It's <laughs> Heaven forbid one of them's cocked. And you get really mad. Like that, like, that oh, made me irrational one, one for no I reason. To, it would be like one cock dice, and I'd be like, "Yeah, of course you're going to reroll that one too." You're like, <laughs> See, "Boy, better are you sure that was not cock?" A lot of upset people, all right? I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of years of work I had to put into this. Uh, but next episode, we're gonna after this weekend, we're gonna put in a workshop. We're gonna see what works, what doesn't work. We'll report back. And we'll record again. So until next time, guys, we appreciate it. We look forward to you. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See you next time. Bye.